0: hi this is taxis chronicles and i'm your host simon Rushton. today we have a lovely lady in the car and she's been doing a phd in lakes so do you want to tell us about that
1: yeah so what i'm looking at is um we're basically looking at the effect of extreme climatic events on lakes so obviously climate change is increasing uh air temperature but also there's an increase in the frequency and intensity of extreme events like storms and heat waves. And we're looking at how that's affecting lakes because lakes actually are extremely important for our society, most of lakes and reservoirs, reservoirs being sort of fake lakes, pretend man-made lakes. um, They actually contribute something like 90% of available fresh water. So that's for drinking water for agricultural irrigation, you know, all the kind of industrial uses you can imagine, so they're really important.
0: I thought we got, like London drank the Thames water, it's filtered every day and we drink it.
1: Yeah, I think a lot of water here does, but in the world globally, ninety something like 90% of the fresh water comes from reservoirs, but also reservoirs can can come from rivers, Do you know, they, they sort of make a, a lake, is they sort of create a lake out of river inputs. Okay, like a dam kind
0: of Yeah, they thing.
1: dam it and then they treat it and they use it like that. It's a uh, lentic or like a stable water.
0: Hmm. Okay, so what made you want to get into this uh...
1: Um, <laughs> it was a bit wrong. I don't know, nothing. I was studying at university geography and um, then I, then after studying, I got into a project looking at the East African Rift Lakes, and okay. using satellite data, and that was just a sort of short fellowship, and it just it was really fascinating, and then from that, I suddenly had the skills and the contacts. To apply for the PhD that I would never have heard about otherwise, I guess. Did you go to
0: East Africa then?
1: No, we never got to go. So the part, it, it was sort of, they had. Um, it's in Kenya, yeah? Yeah, so this was Lake Turkana we were looking at in particular, well, which is in Kenya. And you, I've been there. Have you?
0: I used to live there for five years. No
1: way. Ah, okay. That's insane. Uh, well they have people collect the data unfortunately and then you use satellite data which is freely available so you end up studying these amazing places and you never need to go there. Okay. But tell me about Lake Takana. Oh, well,
0: I'd, I'd love to tell you about that but I want to focus more on you and this on this interview rather than talk about Lake Takana. Right, there's many wonderful places in Kenya to go and see. Um, about natural reservoirs, mm. natural rivers and the Rift Valley and all these other places. Um, Did you see the flamingos?
1: Mangoes?
0: Oh no, it wasn't mm. there that season, oh. yeah but they were, yeah they're, they're interesting birds with that was it, algae, like this acid kind of alca- yeah. alkaline alg- algae yeah, or something. It's alkaline,
1: isn't it? Yeah, because semi-alkaline is it? It makes
0: them pink. That's where it makes them pink, I believe, from what I understand.
1: Yeah, and all the fish there are like, it's such an ancient ecosystem that they're like types of fish that they don't see anywhere else in the world.
0: Oh, fair. Mmm, that's interesting.
1: But that's what it was all about, really, is the algae there that um, that the flamingos eat. They were finding that because upland, they had changed the, um, they had built lots of dams and stuff. They were changing the flow into the river into the lake, mm-hmm. and that was stopping the algae from forming, and that was going to have big knock-on effects for the larger wait, wait
0: ecology. About. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm.
1: And also then for the fish, and then there's like something like three hundred thousand people who fish in that, who live off the fish as their primary source of protein there.
0: How, how are they going to resolve that?
1: Oh, so it's a bit of a scary situation to be honest. I think there's a lot of uncertainty for people who live around there and uh, are really dependent on the lake because they, have, they are using a lot of the water from the lakes that run through Ethiopia mm-hmm. to Kenya. They're using a lot of the water for um, irrigation to build up. plantations. What, Ethiopia is? Yeah, funded by a lot, you know, they're a bit more wealthy aren't they than Kenya and they've got a bit more love power behind it so there's, but there's the water, water has a lot of issues like that because you know water runs through countries but other countries survive on that water but one country might decide that they're going to use that water for something.
0: Yeah it's like um, Lake Victoria.
1: Yeah in Uganda. Yeah
0: which goes on to Uganda, Kenya, there's a split, there's a split, from what I understand, a borderline or somewhere yeah. along, and there's also the Nile with the Sudanese, I think the Sudanese or something like that, where one of one part, one group of people want mm. to do something, and uh, another group of people want to do another thing, and you know, or want things to say as they are, and it just causes loads mm. of... It's, You could see future wars being caused if they don't have um a mediator or they can't reason reasonably say yeah fair enough we recognize everybody needs water to look after themselves so when you finish your phd what's the what's the future for you then
1: well it depends i can either just use the skills i've learned which is all about like coding and, and data analysis Um, and writing reports and things and go into something a bit uh, more sort of policy like you know something that might be not related to lakes um, in London or I could try and stick into lakes which can be difficult because you know then you might end up having to get a job you might end up you know then you're staying in academia or research and then you have to take your jobs where you get them which might mean moving around a bit more which uh, can be a bit unsettling. But you're but exploring yeah. the world. I would love to do that. It's yeah. my boyfriend. He's so bloody London centric.
0: <laughs> what are you going to do? Go for your dreams or?
1: Yeah, I don't know. Well, we, cause he actually talking about uh, Lake Victoria, we went to Lake Victoria, which is where, cause Pfizer is his sister and we went there from Uganda. And we went to Lake Victoria mm. and actually there's an amazing lake this is my dream there's an amazing lake called Lake Bunyoni in um, Kabali where they they mm. his family are from and this is the most maddest lake you drive up and up and up a mountain because it's a crater lake is and then suddenly you think how can a lake be here and suddenly this enormous lake with all these tiny little islands mm-hmm. in the mad- middle of this huge like jungle crater it's just magical and no one's really studied that that much and they think potentially it could be one it could be an extremely deep lake mm-hmm. and um there's lots of stories in the area about you know having sort of mystical drown. oh mm-hmm. that's anyway, yeah. where yeah that would be the dream i'd love to study that lake
0: mm-hmm. yeah, hey, I I could
1: get out here
0: okay but, well thanks for that for, for that great interview to the listeners don't forget to listen to our sister podcasts Africa investing stories please like and share and leave a comment based on um, this episode thanks a lot